Taqueria Dos Portrios has the best authentic tacos in town. With locations in Corona, Riverside, Moreno Valley, and Paris, California, you'll always be satisfied. Oh, don't get me wrong. They just don't have tacos. They have a full menu of the best Mexican food. This is the place to take your family and friends to just kick back and talk about your favorite This Connected episode. That's right. This is where to talk about the episodes. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Taqueria Dos Portrios. But if you take out, they have that covered too. On Order online at ordertaqueriatogo.com. So don't wait until Taco Tuesday. Go as soon as you can and order up some tacos and tell them Catholic.dad sent you from This Connected Podcast. Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind Drown out the noise and see if this connected. And see if this connected. Hey, fam, I just want to say it. The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, share the different perspectives of me and my guests. You, of course, are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it's done in charity. Welcome to This Connected Podcast. Fam, I have guests. Yes, we actually do have living guests. Um, Today on this Connected podcast, we have actually episode F of I Love Youth Ministry. And we are virtually all the way down Riverside, California to Queen of Angels Church with Henesus Youth Ministry. I want to welcome our guests. Gabby Flores, Diana Garcia, Alex Ramirez, and Alondra Casas, who are the youth coordinators of Henesus Youth Ministry from 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 where? Queen of Angels. I keep wanting to say Our Lady Queen <laughs> of Angels, but just <laughs> Queen of Angels Church. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. You know, you guys are all the way in Riverside. And I want you guys to like introduce yourselves. Like, who are you? Because, you know, again, this is the first time I met you guys. Who are you? You know, are you going to school? You know, your youth know you. But the rest of the diocese, the rest of the people who are listening out here in the in the podcast world, um, absolutely don't know you. And you know what's funny is, you know, shout out to our listeners in Texas and Iowa and in Pennsylvania, um, mm-hmm. that that this is California ministry. If you guys like when I when I yeah. hear like Texas ministry, Texas ministry, youth ministry is huge. Like Texas ministry is huge. California ministry this is how it is. It's small pockets. It's all different. It's all crazy. It's all weird. Yeah. But especially in San Bernardino. So you guys are in Riverside, California. 
But actually, you guys are part of the Diocese of San Bernardino. Go figure. Mm -hmm. Go figure. I actually think you guys' city is so much nicer than ours. But (laughs) you didn't hear that from me. (laughs) Didn't hear that from me. But, no, so tell us about you. Let's go first with Alex. Tell us about you. Because, you know, if you guys didn't see, you know, the guy has has his gaming gear on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, as you mentioned, my name is Alex, but... I'm currently in my last year of um, at Cal State San Bernardino. I'm studying public administration. Um, I've been in ministry for, for quite a while. Um, if anything, I like to call myself one of the veterans of, of Hennessy's. I started, I started off as a participant back in 2011. And, you know, in 2013, I became one of the core leaders. So, you know, a lot of my upbringing or, you know, uh, I like to thank this ministry because it made me the the person I am today. Wow, that's nine years ago. How old yeah. are you? How old am I? <laughs> well, I'm about to be twenty seventh on in October twenty second. Okay. So hey. I'm pretty old. Well, well, nice to meet you, Alex. Alex, is there a, is there a Catholic queen in your eyes? Is there a Catholic <laughs> queen? <laughs> what do you mean? Is, is there someone? Are you dating already? Because if you're not, uh, yeah, she's actually she's actually here. It's it's Diana. Look at that! Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> it's like there's always there's always announcements in in this podcast, and right now we, you know, for the rest of the world, we got Alex and Diana, and and you know what? <laughs> in, in my computer, you guys are literally like next to each other. That's so cute. Aw. That's God right there. (laughs) (laughs) And you got two witnesses, one on the left and one on the right. Dude. (laughs) If I was a priest, we could we could fix that right here. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Let the roast start, right? I know. Bring him on. (laughs) So I can take it. So you literally nine years in ministry, and now you're 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 helping lead it. Um, so Diana, yeah, how's his leadership skills? It's really good. We were actually just talking about this yesterday when we had our meeting, because you know, um, announcement he will be leaving the ministry. No. Next month in October. So we were all talking about his leadership. And one thing that we recognize from Alex is that he's very like dedicated and very social. So when we would do announcements at our parish after mass to hand out flyers or to hand out um, sign up sheets or anything, like Alex would be the one to follow everyone to their cars to if they said they were going to go down to eat, he'd be like, you know what? I like food, too. Let's go down and talk and eat. And like he was always the one to follow everybody so he can get one teen at least. Yeah, that, that's very stalker. dedicated that is called stalker ministry it works yep. <laughs> it works. That, that's him <laughs> you, you have kids no no say. i was persistent though yeah. i i love the youth you know I, I love that word i'm persistent stalker yeah <laughs> stalker. Kid, kids are like kids are like so why are you here i don't know alex wouldn't leave me alone so i just figured i'd come they they took a chance they took a chance they're like let's see what this guy's talking about literally we've literally had people say that they're like you know what i just came so he would stop approaching me like after mass and they end up staying because they liked it so 
They were like, mm-hmm. I was just afraid that he was going to show up at my front door. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but that's good for you, man. That's exactly what I used to do. And say, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. So, so, Dan, you didn't tell us anything about you. I mean, Alex knows you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, my name is Diana. I recently graduated from UCR with my bachelor's in liberal studies. Ooh. Didn't get my ceremony, but still graduated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am currently just looking for jobs, applying for grad school for next fall, and just working on a little shop that my sister and I started. So, and coordinating. Um, this ministry giving of your time and talent so anyone listening mm-hmm. out there if you guys are looking for someone an educated person diana garcia is looking for a job hit us up yeah we'll you <laughs> you know, go to um the henisus um um instagram and you know send them a dm hey we got a job for diana so <laughs> <laughs> congratulations by the way alex for finding a girl like diana Oh, thank you. <laughs> Gabby, how about you? Tell us about you. Um, well, my full name is Gabriela, but I just go by Gabby because some people don't know how to say Gabriela for some reason. They, don't they know come how to up roll with something R's. weird. They don't know how to roll their like, R's. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how people can't say it, but I just tell them to say Gabby. Um, I've been in the ministry since... Literally the moment, well, like a few months before I turned 13, which was the age limit, like you had to be 13, but I really wanted to go. And I was like, it's only a few months away. So they let me go in. (laughs) And then I recently, I'm like one of the most recent leaders. I've been here for a couple of years. So I'm still learning, but yeah. And then I also used to help a lot with like music stuff i guess like i have a lot of passion for music i play quite a bit of instruments but yeah you should have said that (laughs) you should have said that we could have totally like set her up and we could have had her playing some (laughs) some music all right alondra well my name is alondra casas well which means houses in english so many people like to call me houses Sometimes, like Alex, Alex calls me Alondra Houses. <laughs> I am on my third year at UCR, I'm studying for liberal studies and education, hoping to become a, a teacher someday. And I've been in the ministry for quite a while. I went in like super shy, not being able to speak to anyone, and they kind of brought me out of my shell. So now they fixed me. Surprisingly, I'm like more outgoing, and now I do things that I didn't like i would have done before and it's all thanks to the ministry and to the people in it It, now is is guys is alondra like one of those who was came in quiet now we can't get her to shut up yep exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly who she is now she's the one that roasts everybody now (laughs) that that is a talent that is a talent yeah I, I, I can actually say that is like you know the thirteenth fruit of the Holy Spirit, you know, <laughs> roasting abilities. <laughs> so tell us about Henesus. Tell us what what makes you guys different. Um, every every youth group and every youth ministry is different just because of the the environment or the people that leads it. 
but I follow you guys on on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much how I, I get to know a lot of the youth groups is by how you post. And there's generally a change in how people post and what you guys do. Um, some people post like a lot of the images of their youth groups. Some people like to post, you know, scripture and, and images of saints and things like this. Um, but, um, but generally, our Instagram is focused to the people that we serve. But um, yours is pretty interesting. But tell us about Henesus and how it started, what's its history, what you guys' mission, vision is. What is it about you and, and, and how are you inviting like youth and how's that going for you? Well, Henesus started about almost 10 years ago. I think um, next year is going to be the 10th anniversary uh, for Henesus. And it started off as a need. There was... Reina, I think you know her in the diocese. She was kind of like we referred to her as the founding mother. What um, Reina came of the ministry. from your church? Yeah, Reina Tijera. I, I don't know how to pronounce her. Reina Tina Hera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, her. Villanova now. Villanova now. Yeah. She got hooked up. She's our founding mother. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a baby though. When she started, like she was twelve. Uh, I don't know. She looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> So, she wow. was like 16 when they started to plan um, yeah. about the ministry. It was her and another group of of young adults and other teens like her around her age. And so they got together and started thinking about like what they wanted to do because previously there was a youth group, but it wasn't working out. So they wanted something that was actually catered to youth. And so before they they came up with the name and the color, uh, one of the leaders named um, Victor Hugo, he drew out the logo, which is like the globe and then um, the cross. And he just kind of kept it like that. And when they were looking for the name for the ministry, they didn't want to go with something like Jovenes para Cristo or like Jovenes Misioneros. They wanted something different. And so one of the leaders, Rosie, she was kind of just having fun with it and she wanted to do like a ship name so like I don't know if you know what that is but like when there's like a, a couple like Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie and like Brad, Brad Angelina <laughs> like they just like smushed two words together <laughs> so they wanted to do that and then she just came up with Henesus so it would be Henesis and Jesus. Jesus so like and it's the whole meaning behind it is our salvation story so like our beginning and our end with Jesus you know so that's so cool. So that's, yeah. So that's the meaning behind the logo. And then the color was just random. Um, they were just sitting in meeting trying to figure out like what color to do. They wanted something bright and youthful. And they looked around the room and they saw Reina's pants and they were like this really bright teal color. And they were like, you know what, something like that. And they stuck with the color blue. So, <laughs> so 11 yeah. years ago, Reina used to wear bright blue teal pants well let's roast yep. Raina then like, yep. I what we, you know what on, on the thumbnail of this podcast we should find the oldest picture of Raina and just splatter it right there oh my gosh we should and just post we it we definitely like, should founding, founding mama yeah founding mama in the teal pants find, find a picture of her in the teal pants and then um, she's probably tearing up you know as soon as she finds out that that's what our plan is She's going to tear up all the pictures. I know. 
I'll get my hands on that picture. <laughs> yeah. But you know that's amazing. So the the youth that you serve is generally around your area. Um, you know, I was I was looking at you guys in the map. Mm-hmm. You guys are like so close to La Sierra University, which is a you know it's 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 a Seventh Day Adventist mm-hmm. church. Uh, you know, community. So, do you have a lot of uh, of people who are of that faith uh, group that come around, or is that is that a challenge for you guys um, with your youth being uh, wanting to go into another faith denomination? Because you're you're literally surrounded by really powerful universities, La Sierra, Cal Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know, you know, our Protestant brothers and sisters are very engaging. So are you having issues with losing young adults and youth to those groups or you're pretty much solid? Um, We don't really have a problem with it, but we do see a lot of curiosity because um, they're so present in our community. So we do always get a lot of questions of like, oh, like, what's the difference? Or like, why do they do this? And why don't Catholics do this? Or like, why do they always have like loud music, like for mass and like this like concert pretty much? And like, why don't we why don't we change like our masses and like things like that or like their services. So they just have questions about that, but not necessarily like um, a challenge of like losing them mm-hmm. in that aspect or that, that I've seen in the time that I've been in the ministry. It's more of a curiosity that they have. Well, I think that's important that, that you guys are there because if, mm-hmm. if you guys aren't there to answer that curiosity, you know, sometimes that curiosity leads you to exploration and that exploration leads you yeah. to to getting lost in, into into another another place. Um, so I, you know, kudos to you guys for for really providing that mm-hmm. that opportunity, that place for young people to be able to ask. Um, so what's what's the what's the average age that you guys uh, serve? Is it high schoolers, middle schoolers, and young adults? Um, what's interesting about our ministry is that I know I like I've heard other youth ministries have like uh, middle school and high school separated, but we have both middle school and high school in our ministry. So our ages range from 13 to 17 years old. So uh, I know we talked about like talking about the challenges. So that's been one challenge is just having such a huge gap in age um, in our participants. Because like the middle school uh, participants are very different from the high school participants or some have been there much longer. And then we get the new like middle school kids. So it's like it's hard to cater to every one or try to to talk to them in the way that they would understand because they're in two completely different mindsets. Mm-hmm. So that's been one of the challenges that we've had. But because we're volunteers, like it's, it's hard to have two ministries that dedicate to two different groups. So. We do what we can with the one ministry that we have. That's true. That's true. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's mm-hmm. a huge challenge. Now, I wanted to ask yeah. this because, you know, is, is your ministry um, predominantly Spanish, bilingual, or English? Um, we It's English, but our the majority of our community is Hispanic, so the majority of the families um, speak Spanish, but the youth like to be... Um, they like to have their conversations about faith in English because they feel that they can understand it more that way. Although when we do our prayers, um, they prefer those in Spanish because that's how they grew up learning them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like we go back and forth depending on what we're talking about. So if it's like prayers we do in Spanish and it's like we're just having we're talking about something, it's all in English. 
Yeah. So that, that's a really good conglomeration of, of the reality of your community. Because I think sometimes mm-hmm. we have communities that struggle with that, that want to have a pure uh, Spanish uh, you know, um, youth group and a pure English youth group, and the community is is mixed, and 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 um and then there's a, this conflict that happens. Maybe you guys can teach um, teach that and share that in in a lot of the youth groups and a lot of the parishes that have that struggle with with um, Spanish and English and and how to do what you guys are doing, which is uh, a combined um, youth group. Mm-hmm. So. Would you consider that that you focus more on like a pastoral juvenil or a straight youth youth ministry style? You know, because um, one of the things that that I saw, and I want to share this with you, is is that the types of 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 teens that you have tend to be, you know, are they first generation immigrants? Are they second generation immigrants? Are they third generation immigrants? And so, as you guys know. There's different ways that we approach, you know, those individuals um, because of their different lived life. Um, do you have any challenges with that, with with youth who just just immigrated and and are trying to fit in? And then there's the ones who who whose parents were born here, they were born here, they hardly speak any Spanish at all, and how are they fitting in? Is that any challenge for you guys? Um, that's actually very interesting because we have a mixture. Of that, um, for most, I think for most of the participants that we have, either their parents were like born in Mexico and then they moved here. So they kind of, they feel comfortable like being in the ministry and whatnot. But we do have like a a small amount of teens where their parents were actually born here. So they know a little bit of Spanish, but they mostly speak and understand English. But we do occasionally have um, teens that come that um, actually came directly from Mexico to here. And I think that's been one of the challenges because we we get so used to doing everything in English and only our prayers in Spanish. And then we have a teen coming in that only knows Spanish. Um, that's one of the challenges that we face is kind of like trying to, to cater to both uh, English and Spanish so that they can all get um, something from it. And sometimes what we have is like a leader will sit next to that team that only understands Spanish and tries to translate it. Um, but it's really hard to stick to one because some of them don't understand Spanish, even though like um, they're Hispanic and some of them like don't understand English because they, they just moved in. Like they just came to, to the U S so that's definitely been something difficult. And unfortunately sometimes um, they do end up leaving because, you know, we don't have something that's pure um, Spanish or only um, or like bilingual at, at all times. So that is something that's definitely been a challenge in Def- our ministry. Definitely something to talk with the diocese about and what to do with with that and options. Yeah. Options for, for everyone, even if it's like a reference to, hey, they have this really great youth group that's totally in Spanish mm-hmm. at this church. You should go to them and, and here's a referral. You know, it's like filling out a form. Here, you got a letter. Yep. <laughs> hey, I'm here. You know, Gabby sent me. So so <laughs> while, while I said Gabby, Gabby, what what's what's the, the biggest highs that you've had while while being in ministry. I mean, what's the, one of the biggest things that you you saw? It's like, man, that is so cool. 
It's like Alex totally fell on his face. That's the most hilarious moment. <laughs> um, one of the things I would say were when like all of the group contributed to like something big, like either a skit or a video for the teens. I feel like the teens would always have a blast for that. Like any type of video or skit that they be, that they would do, like they would just always be so like focused and it would it would always catch their attention. And I feel like those are some of the main things that like really help them stick to the group and also want to know more and grow. And I feel like within the group, they also like make a lot of friends because of that. Like when we interact with them or do interactive games, like they really try to get to know each other and then they start making friends and then they don't want to leave. And I feel like that's like one of the greatest things about the group is that like, we become a sort of family. Like we want to see each other. We want to come every week. And I, I love seeing all of the youth when they come to Hennessy's even now, like even during the pandemic, they come to the Zoom meetings. Like it's just great seeing their face and seeing how they want to be here. Cause I mean, teens don't have to come on to Zoom but they choose to come in their own time. And just seeing that, like how much they actually want to come despite the pandemic or, their own struggles like that they can feel comfort in us and i feel like that's one of the greatest things about our group yeah it's amazing you know it's because you know psychologically you know i always tell this is that young people are always looking for a peer group they're always looking for belongingness and when mm-hmm. they find that belongingness within your group then you know you have them hooked and they're pretty good um so it's it's i always like to preach that and says you know all these young people are looking for belongingness, and it's not family. So, you know, you always have parents who complain. It's like, why do they want to go to this? And they don't want to go with me here. That's because you're not family. (laughs) You're not familia. You know, this is their family right now until they grow to 27 and decide that they're going to move on. (laughs) That's pretty much why I stayed. (laughs) Alex has outgrown that traitor. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Alondra, the other opposite question of the highest, it's like one of the what's one of the biggest lows that you've had um, you know, serving in ministry? Some of the things that you've seen or some of the things that you experienced, the lows of ministry. Cuz you know, it's it's obvious ministry is not always, you know, highs and you know, there's lows and as as our song in, in this podcast goes, you know, highs and lows. So, what's one of the lows? I think one of the lows in our group is usually when there's transitions going on, whether it's in the church or in our own, like within the group, it's like, it's such, usually they're like huge transitions. Like the priests are going and coming or like, and we don't really know sometimes how much they're here or like to be really in contact with us. Like sometimes it's difficult when they're transitioning And then within the group, like, of course, we have leaders coming and going sometimes, and it's, it kind of makes things difficult to really focus on our teens and making sure that we have everything good for them all the time. So I feel like those were definitely the hardest, especially when, uh, when we had to move everything online, that one was very difficult. Like, as a group, we all had to take a break because it was just getting so overwhelming and like we wanted to be there, but at the same time we were just like running out of energy and 
like we have our own school and dealing with our own problems at home. So it's like, it was hard to do it all online at like so quickly in the transition. So we decided to take a little break and we're back again. And a lot of us feel much better. I feel much better. I feel way more energized, but I feel like that's the same for about all of us. Yeah, a lot of people in that transition from from live youth ministry to virtual ministry has has been really difficult. And for some, it was like, okay, well, yeah, we just switched over. It's like they just turned on a light. Um, so, and it's like for some people, we're like, oh, man, how do we do that? I mean, some people don't have computers. Some people don't have access. So what do we do? So, Alondra. We want to make sure that you keep talking because, you know, you're the silent type. <laughs> so, so our, you know, what I, what I want to know from you is, is during this time where, where you guys have had to do the virtual, which one do you think is easier? Has it been easier doing virtual or has it been e- is it easier doing, you know, the live um, youth nights? I think it's like in between because some things are way easier and other things are not. Like if I have a class that ends like at 5 p.m., I just have enough time to get to the youth ministry because I just log back into my computer. So I have to drive like 30 minutes to get there. But I think coming up with like icebreakers has been like the most hard thing for us to do virtually because it's different and we don't want to do the same ones every single time because, you know, it kind of gets repetitive and kind of boring. So coming up with new ideas. And I think also sometimes while we're on on Zoom, it starts lacking. So maybe the person that's hosting it, like all of a sudden their internet goes off. So it locks all of us out. Or like the microphone is not working or when presenting. But it has like its ups and downs. I think what's working is recently um, Alex encouraged the teens to turn on their camera because before they had it off, and well, when you have it off, it's kind of easy to get distracted because I know even when I'm in school, I get distracted when I have my camera on. And I feel like having their camera on actually really helped. And we knew that they were actually paying attention to us while we were speaking and that we were actually um, interacting. It felt like more like when we were still in church back then. Yeah, um, hopefully my teacher is not listening to this, but I, I would, you know, <laughs> when the camera's off, I would sneak out and go get something to eat and then come back and <laughs> right like, on. Yeah. It's like, and he'll say, where did you get that food? Oh, it was just sitting here right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But, <laughs> but you know what, what I love about virtual, you know, it, it's like, I don't literally, I don't have to set up an environment. You know, I don't have to sweat. Mm-hmm. I don't have to clean up. I don't have to pick up after anyone. I don't have to make sure everyone got picked up. You know, you know, no sign-in sheets, no worried about, oh, no one to true. worry about. It's like, yeah. did this person get home? Who picked them up? You know, it's like, man, all all the logistics stuff was like gone. It's like if they mm-hmm. if they come on, good. If they drop off, I don't even have to worry if they if they dropped off. They just are there. So it was like, and as you said, it's kind of like you get off work, and it's like, you know, I'm not gonna make it. So I can literally like log in on my way home while still in the car. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and I think that's one of the, the advantages. The disadvantage I felt was there was not there wasn't that feeling of a human person 
know, the touch. Yeah, definitely. You couldn't touch anyone. You couldn't hug anyone. Although safe environment, we're not supposed to be hugging anyone anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, no hug policy. And, but but you, didn't, you didn't have any of that. No handshakes. And, and that's important. You know, Jesus touched the lepers. Not saying that all you youth yeah. are lepers, but sometimes you are. <laughs> you lepers. Alex, like, yep, I've met a couple of the lepers. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's one thing. Alex, what is one of the craziest things that you've ever done in ministry? Since you're leaving, you know, it's like, what's one of the craziest ideas that you came up with or like, I don't believe I did that. I'm like... Oh man! Okay, you remember that? Gotta time get the old you, ball rolling. Yeah, okay, one of the craziest things to... I did. Ah, man, why am I blanking out right now? Um, that time when he tried to burn down the church. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> Does anyone remember anything? Because I'm blanking out right now. Hmm. The craziest thing. The craziest thing Alex has done. Actually, I'm gonna name. Diana and Alex now. It's going to be Dianix. Dianix. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dianix. Okay. Hmm. I mean, you did that thing with Brian. Um, you guys did the friendship oh, video and you fell okay. in the river. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I remember it. Okay, so um, my best friend, uh, he was in the ministry, but, you know, sadly... He got married. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's a blessing. He, he married um, Reina, so now it's Reina what? Villanueva. Your best friend is Reina's <laughs> husband? Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. That's my that's my best friend. Um, I think it was two years ago, we were planning um, uh, we were planning one of our, our, our temas, which is what we call for our, our gatherings, so mm-hmm. our weekly gatherings. And for that one, we decided to do a video. It was kind of my idea. I kind of pushed him to do it. He was uncomfortable, but I was like, hey, let's do it, you know, for the teens, anything for the teens. And I guess we were just making a, we were making the video and we actually went to the river, the river bottom here in Riverside, which I wouldn't recommend going because now that I think of it, that place is kind of nasty. <laughs> but wait, does that river, I guess, does that river even have water? It has some water. I, I guess technically that's why it's a, it's a it's a river. But uh, you know, you would expect more. You know, it, it's if, if you're looking for adventure and you're hoping to see a beautiful river, it, it ain't Riverside. Okay, I'll tell you that. But for that video, um, now that I remember, th- thank you, Diana. I, I think that's why we're called Di- Dianix now. Dianix. <laughs> um, I got you. Uh, we were. Uh, we, uh, we were making the video and I pretended to fall, but I actually did get hurt. I, I, I landed on my, I landed on my, I think it was my hip. So, I mean, I wasn't drowning or anything, but I mean, it was all for the teens. So I think that's one of the craziest things we did for all, all for a video for the teens that we didn't have to do, but I just wanted the teens to have something. I forget what was the analogy. You know, we were trying to make a video about friendship and then show it to, you know, Joy to the teens because we were going to connect it to this whole, you know, giant, you know, like it was about it, for- forgiveness. Okay, <laughs> there you go. The yeah. <laughs> so that's that's one of the craziest things we that I that I did. You know, I that was my idea. Uh, what else? Man, it's been such a long time. I it's like you put me on the spot. Yeah, ah! that, that so that's, that's what I'm gonna. That's one of my 
say that <laughs> it was that when, video. That time when Alex oh, bruised his butt. on YouTube, so if you guys want to watch it, it's in oh, our yeah. YouTube channel. Please what? don't. <laughs> what, what, is, what is the YouTube channel? <laughs> shout out. What's the YouTube channel? Let's just shout out that. What's what's the YouTube it, channel? I think it's just Hennessy's Youth Ministry. Right, yeah. I'm going to yeah. look that up. I'm going to post that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm it's tag, like some terrible acting yeah i'm gonna tag that when alex bruised his butt <laughs> and, and forgave all right so that, that's crazy you know it's like 11 years of ministry right and you've been in it yeah, all this much. time and is is that where you met diana as well it it actually was, you know, she came to the ministry. I wasn't looking for love, but love found me. You know, it was all God. <laughs> Ooh, man, that sounds so romantic. That's like, man, we 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 we, we got to make a YouTube video on that. You know, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I wasn't. You know, we can tie that. I wasn't looking for love, but love found me. Yeah. Man, Perfect. <laughs> the man is a poet. hey on that note we got to take a a short break to um to thank our sponsors and then we're going to come back and play some catholic um games that we do on this podcast so we'll be right back hey guys i know that anyone can take pictures and blow them up but there is something about having a professional photographer take them for you process them give you a final product that you would be happy to share with family and friends. A Neri Photography, that's A-N-E-R-Y Photography. If you want your memories to last a lifetime, then have your portraits, quinceanera, weddings, debuts, done by A Neri Photography. Oh, they also have a photo booth. A Neri Photography is for you. Contact them at 909-904-2394. That's 909-904-2394. A Nary Photography has been a longtime supporter of this connected podcast, so call them and tell them this connected sent you. So welcome back, guys. That was one of our <laughs> friends who has his own photography um, business, and he's actually one of the youth's um, father. And basically, every time we need a photo booth, it's a freebie. So. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, oh, photo booth night. It's like call A Nary Photography. You know, they they, <laughs> they do such a good job. It's that's kind so of cool. like when we have um when when Easter and we have the passion done and at St. Mary's, we literally close down the streets and we go up into the hillside and literally um crucify a couple of people. You know, <laughs> literally. And he takes such good pictures. That um, and and like really fixes it. That you know it makes people cry. So um, for you guys who are listening, make sure you utilize their services. So guys, here we are. We got to play some games. And since you guys are letter F, here's a couple of things of what we do. Every single youth group and every single church are given a letter you know we're going all the way to letter z um we've had other churches a b c d so what you're going to be asked to do is to basically name as many words that starts with the letter f you know just throw it out there and then i'll tell you what we're going to do after that you guys ready 
Alex is mm-hmm. like rubbing his head. I didn't know this was a test here. Like these are educated people. This is a simple task, guys. All right, you guys ready? <laughs> ready, set, go. Friendship, father, faith, fire, fox, fire truck, uh, fire. Wait, fire was <laughs> Come on, just a bit of fun. Uh, funny. <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> Time. <laughs> I got. I gotta add that. Fudge. And Fudge. Funny. <laughs> okay. So here's the words that you guys said: friendship, father, faith, fox, fire truck, fire, <laughs> fun, and fudge. Alex, are you hungry? <laughs> am I? Am I what? Are you hungry? It's like. Like food here. I think a little bit. I saw a chocolate cake earlier, and I think I want to go eat it. <laughs> so here's a word that I I kind of um liked here, friendship. You know, that's the first word that that someone said. Was that you, Gabby, who said that? Yeah. Uh, friendship. I think, uh, I think it was Diana. Diana said yeah. friendship. So so how many of you guys have like met like the most friends in in ministry? It's like a, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Same. Mm-hmm. Law, like li- lifelong friends. Did, Alex, did you meet your best friend in in ministry? Yeah, actually, um, I did. Brian, you know, Brian. and Diana. Wow. <laughs> there like, you go. Wow, he's like like this is the Diana X love show right here. Diana <laughs> X. Yeah, I feel like with ministry, it's just, it made it so much easier to make friends and friendships. Like, I mean, for one thing, like when I was a participant, when we would have like the group discussions or like the leaders would try to like pair you with people that had similar interests of you, with you. Um, So it was easier to make friends that way instead of like you trying to like figure out who you have like things in common with, like the leaders did all that work for you. So, and then... Then you have your lifelong friends. Wow! So it's like really when nice. you guys, like when you guys had like someone new that would come, what would you guys do? Like that that awkward kid that shows up because their mom dragged them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, and they're just standing there in the corner, just trying to disappear. What would you guys do? Yep. What did you guys usually do? Um, def- I'll go ahead, Alex. Um, okay. No, I was just gonna say. Um, that's one of the things I was very observant about. You know the new faces um the last thing i wanted the teens to feel is excluded so whenever i saw a new teen or you know uh someone that was kind of forced i would always approach them and you know just give them a welcoming you know make sure that they were acknowledged because i think a lot of times we lose teens when you know we cater to the ones we already know Mm -hmm. so when it comes to you know new teens it's like oh welcome in and welcome in welcome them into the group you know, bringing them in and introducing to the rest of the group, you know, and I feel like a lot of times that that genuinely just kind of sparks something in between them. Like, oh, you like, you know, you know, you like this game. I like this game. Hey, you know, we have similarities. So it's just trying to find that common ground. So whenever you see someone new, it's just like approach them. And I, I think that's why I was very persistent, you know, when it came to people is just like I would always, you know, hey, you know, someone new, you know, come on in, you know. You know, don't be afraid of the water. You know, the water's great. <laughs> Everything. Alex puts on his stalker status, and like, 
I'm out. I'm stalking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this guy. Let me. I'm out of here. So, so Alex, do you have like a go-to thing, like a go-to statement that you do? It's like some people say, "Hey, you know what? I like your shoes." It's like, I had a youth minister that always went went for that. He was like, always like, "Hey, you got Nikes? I love Nikes." It's like every single approach he had <laughs> to every new kid, and everyone would laugh because it's like he would say, like he, he would go on to to this youth. It's like, "Hey, did so and so ask you about your shoes?" Like, yep, that was his go-to. <laughs> like, hey, My Alex, go-to nice thing. shoes. Um, it was more like, I think sometimes uh, it would be like, if I saw him on their phone, I, I'd i be like, hey, you know, so you, do you have this game on it? I think during that time it was um, Clash Royale, and most of the times it would say yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, you know, I play that too, you know. So they're like, oh, really? Like, what level are you at, you know? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I suck, but really, you know, I'm like top tier. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> um, no, it was mostly like, oh, you know, so what school do you go to? You know, just so I can, hey, you know, we actually have students from like La Sierra or you know, Norte Vista, or just so they they know there um there's people here from their school. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel less excluded. So I think that would have been my my main thing. Like, hey, so so what school do you go to? Type of thing. So do you guys have like friends? outside of ministry or all your friends in ministry is all your friendship in ministry because sometimes you know we, we get into ministry and all of a sudden you know our whole life is ministry the people i hang out with are in ministry the people i go to church with are in ministry the people you know i go out with on vacations are from ministry and then it's like my whole life is ministry do you guys have any other friendships that are outside ministry who think like you guys are weird oh yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah. I think they just question, like, like especially because they don't understand, um, like, volunteering. Like, you don't get paid to do this, yet you spend, like, countless hours every week, like, doing this. Like, like what's wrong with you? Like, you're not getting paid <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, I feel like, for me, it's been easier just to keep the friendships that I have in the ministry because we constantly, like, have to see each other or not have to like we want to see yeah. <laughs> like i have to see him Oops, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> she's kidding. like i actually don't like him i uh, just have to see him I know. <laughs> and the truth comes <laughs> out the truth comes out dianix dianix no <laughs> yep. so this, no. this has been fun you know you guys are fun and I, I can just see that you know you guys just you, you guys just exude that joy um, within your ministry. I think that's so attractive um, when, when people see it. And you guys have beautiful smiles. It's like even Alex you know, <laughs> has a beautiful smile. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's, what's a, that, that's what attracts people. It's kind of like even when you have that awkward smile, like people's like, oh, these are weird. Least, you know, it's like, yeah. are, they la- are they smiling because they want to kill me? Or are they... <laughs> yeah, so... So the reason why I ask that friendship is because we do find lifelong friends and friendships mm-hmm. in ministry. And um, what day do you guys have, like, your, your nights, your, your groups, your meetings? Uh, every Thursday um, at 6 p.m. So before quarantine, we would have it 6 to 8 p.m. But now since it's in Zoom, there's a lot of things that get cut back. So it's usually, like, from 6 to 7 now, yeah. 7.30. So here's, here's the thing. Because you guys are all volunteers, and you have this massive church. It's kind of like what the one of the isn't it like the largest church in our diocese? You know, 
I um, think so, yeah. And, and it's like, I've been there, you know, and, and I was like, this place is huge. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, how did they build this? Because we've been trying to build our church for like 30 years. And we still can't get it built. But do, do you guys like have like a youth center, a youth room, or or where do you guys meet? Or do you have to like us every other volunteer youth group out there? We have to fight for our space. And how how is that for you guys? Honestly, with um with such a big church, you know, like pre quarantine, uh, all the ministries that were involved in the church, you know, uh. Technically, our, our our room was um is the hall the hall that's where we meet, but sometimes we would have to fight for that because other ministries would you know would want to have their meetings in the hall, so we would jump into the small church. But for the most part, when when you think of Hennessy's and you think of our home, it's the hall, the CC hall. That that's that's yeah. our home. <laughs> do you, do the hall guys... with green carpet on the wall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What? Wait, green carpet on the wall? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tell us that story. How did you get green carpet on the wall? Honestly, we don't even know, but we would have like our gatherings and we would just question like who like was designing the hall and said, you know what would be good on the walls? Green carpet. Like wait, wait, was, And it's like was... dark green. It's not even like it's it, honestly it's pretty ugly, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, was your, but we was love your, it. Was yeah, your but it's so home. It's funny. Was that hall? Did did that used to be like the church? Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah then then be, that makes sense. We would put in like the foldable chairs and put them all together. Yeah, I mm. think I think because that used to be like the church. There's another church that used to be like that, Saint Joseph in Fontana, that had like carpet oh, on okay. the walls. And actually, yeah. there's a reason for that: acoustics. Oh, and plus, the more you know. Plus, it was also it was also the time for the time that was built during the Elvis times, wall to wall carpets, and yeah. I'm just making that stuff up. But I also found that to be weird that they had carpet on the walls and then like tiles on the floors. Yeah. <laughs> Carpet on the walls, tiles on the floor. Go figure. That's like so anyways. But um yeah, friendships. So I'm glad that that Alex, you met Diana in, in ministry. <laughs> Hopefully it'll continue on and um Thank you. you will continue to serve. But here's the other thing. The Catholic challenge. Are you guys ready for the Catholic challenge? Dun dun dun. <laughs> This is my favorite Let's do part. It. Yeah. Catholic, <laughs> Catholic people. So, in the Catholic challenge, basically, it's a challenge for every ministry, but it's a challenge to challenge the other ministries for their prize. And so, since there's already been A, B, C, D, E, five ministries, five churches that have done this, basically, there's already a church that has the prize. So, Basically, you're challenging them for their crown. So here are the categories, and you have 30 seconds on the clock to do this. So here are the categories. The categories are word up, keys, holiness, and queens. So you guys have to choose 
Which category do you want to pick? Oh my gosh. Um, That's fine. <laughs> Let's do it. Word up. Keys. Word up. Let's do it. Word up. Word up. All right. Yeah. So, Hennessy's picks word up. Now, the category word up is this In 30 seconds, name as many books of the Bible as you can. Now, the current record holder for this is CSB St. Paul with 13 okay. books. Okay. So you have to beat at least 13 books of the Bible, which you guys are pretty good at because there's four of you and there was one of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if we lose. If you lose, you suck. Yeah, we suck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I do that. And hopefully, I'm not hurting you guys' feelings. You know, as I always say, if I hurt your feelings, well, that's too bad. <laughs> All right, guys, you ready? 30 seconds on the clock. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ready, set, go. Genesis. Uh, Joshua. Corinthians. I Isaiah. Ezekiel. Um, Revelations. Philippians. John. Uh, Mark. Luke. Psalms. Did I say that? Proverbs. Ah. Uh, good. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, no. Is it Romans? Kings. 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 Uh, Timothy. Job, time. Okay. Okay, time. You guys got you guys got 16 books. You are currently oh my the God. Holder. You are word up the current bearer of the crown for the word. So um you know what's funny is whenever you say these books of the Bible it's like Kings, well you just say first Kings and second Kings. You know, it's like John, oh first, second, and third John. It's like Corinthians, first and second Corinthians. It's, it's so true. It's like, um, but yeah, that's um, yeah. The reason why we we ask these questions is, you know, this Catholic challenge. We always say it's like, ah, oh, man, the Catholic challenge, and we always struggle with the, with books of the Bible and scriptures. We do a better job of learning these. But um, yeah. some of the other categories are keys. If you're the bearer of the keys, it's, you have to name as many popes as possible. And, oh. And, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and holiness, you have to name as many saints as possible. And then oh. the one, queens. I was hoping you guys were going to call like queens because um, currently I think the record holder for queens is St. Oscar Romero and the youth minister is, is a male and he's the queen. Um, <laughs> he's literally the queen. Um, um, no, I think actually, um, moving mountains ministry from Chino um, got 19 I think got no, I, I lied. It is uh, Saint Oscar Romero with seven, and so you have to name um, as many Marian feast days as possible. Oh wow! And there are 32 of them. Wow, there's a lot of feast days for for our blessed mother. 
Mm-hmm. So one of them yeah. is Queen of Angels. You know, Queen, you know, Queen of the Church, Queen of the Rosary. Yeah. You just say Queen. So anyways. <laughs> so you guys, do you have anything else to add? Anything else to say? Anything else to Oh, by the way, I forgot to talk about this. When this podcast drops, it's going to be Halloween week. So, oh yeah, oh that's right. What are you guys gonna do for like? What do you guys do? You guys usually do something different in Halloween? Um, I think last year was the first time we actually did something with our youth ministry. So we, mm-hmm. well, originally the plan was to have like a trunk or treat at at our church at our parish, but we ended up having like a like a saint um, based thing. So every ministry got to have a few booths and it was related to a saint. So like we had like one of one of the booths that I was in charge of was St. Francis. So I had a bunch of like animal cookies and animal candies and I had like the kids um like draw draw like paper plates of animals or do like those arts and crafts and then they would get like any candy of their choice. And then there was so many um in there and then we had it in the hall. So we did that for Halloween last year. No. And it was really fun. We we got a really good turnout for that. That's right. That's so cool. Now, did you guys get like, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we did that when I was youth minister at, at our church and we would get some some really bad flack for that. You know, people would get upset. Um, did you get like people who get upset with you because, you know, you're celebrating the devil's day and things like that, that it was evil? Yeah. Um, no, no, we didn't get any um like negative um review, like I guess like I think the reason everyone was okay with it was because um, they didn't necessarily dress up as um, like anything secular, I guess. It was more like they dressed up as like their, like their favorite saints. So you had little uh, like little friars and, you know, little, little <laughs> so I think that's why everyone, you know, was totally okay with it. Plus the fact that there was so much candy and food being given out to the kids. And like they just started hey you know instead of going trick-or-treating come over here they give me all they literally give yeah. me out candy yeah. so we had so much candy so <laughs> but i don't think we had any like negative um uh like reviews or anything like that no no one had any <laughs> any concerns about that because of yeah. that yeah and especially because like- also like at our church they also had already been doing that for a couple of years like with the like with the little kids for their first com- mm-hmm. like the uh-huh. first communions and stuff they would like dress up for like extra points in their class as saints or angels and stuff like that, like yeah. during that time. So how many, I feel like that's why we didn't really have much problems. How many Mother Teresas did you have walking around? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there was one year. It was like every single little kid was like Saint Mother Teresa. I was like, what the Honestly. heck is it? Like <laughs> yeah. everyone just wrapped up their kid in a white, you know, tablecloth and said, "There you go, Mother Teresa." <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> put a little blue on there um so that, you know i'm you know that's that's so fun you know i was talking to you guys about um you know cemetery walks you guys maybe consider that you know those are always fun um you know yeah that's it sounds really interesting i had never heard of that yeah, till today so yeah, definitely it's a really we'll look into old, that see if we can do it yeah, it's a really mm-hmm, old definitely. catholic tradition um it's an old catholic tradition that people during the the actual day of the dead actually would be november 2nd day of the dead Mm -hmm. we go through the cemetery and say prayers uh, for the poor souls in purgatory because that's a time when it's the day of the dead 
So that's mm-hmm. when you actually would go and you would walk through it, you know, at night and with your candle, a little creepy, but um, you would say your <laughs> prayers. But I always thought nah, that's that's like the most fun because um, kids love, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid in high school, middle school, we used to run through the cemetery just on a dare. And I dare you to run through the cemetery. You're like, ah! It was like, yeah, it's like it was fun. I I don't, um, I don't condone running through cemeteries. By the way, (laughs) unless there is a cemetery in in Riverside on 14th Street, I think it's Arlington Cemetery. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, there's no gates, so just you can walk literally Mm -hmm. right through. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pass by and and um, and it's creepy too because they have like that that mausoleum that's right under there. Um, you oh, guys yeah, can't yeah. tell. I love dressing up for Halloween. Think I'll be a dinosaur again this year. <laughs> so, so you guys have anything else you want to add? Something you want to tell us about? Something we missed about your youth ministry? Not that I can think of right now. <laughs> we can always do a part two. Well, you know what we should do? Yeah. We should yes. do a part two on the engagement you know, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know on that one. Alex is like, yeah. uh, you know. Dianix like... to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is going to text me later and says, hey, can you cut that one out? <laughs> can you just cut that part out? My parents don't know yet. <laughs> if, if it's in God's will, you know, look at let him, it be. Look at this guy, he's all being Catholic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy. All right. So that's all we have for this episode of This Connected Fam. As usual, we pray this connected. And if it didn't, well, please send us a comment to our team. Um, send us an email to catholic.dad50 at gmail.com or DM us at This Connected Podcast on our Instagram. I want to thank our guest, Gabriela, Diana, Alex, Alondra. Um, oh, I forgot to say, Dianex. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Um, you guys are amazing. For you guys who are in the Riverside area, Go check them out, Henesus. If you guys want to learn how to do ministry in a multi-culture and uh, multifaceted church, um, go see them. 11 years in ministry and still going strong. Um, shout yeah. out to, um, what's her name again? The mom of Raina. ministry? Yeah. Oh, uh, the founding mother? Yeah. Reina Villanueva? <laughs> queen herself. Shout out to the queen yeah. herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> post your picture if we find one so again (laughs) thank you guys it has been so much fun um, podcasting with you guys Um, fam please subscribe to the podcast on any of the many podcast platforms out there and if you listen on Apple Podcasts give us a rate and review it really helps with the algorithms to get our content to other peoples out there and yes don't forget to donate to support this podcast and its mission to support the needs of youth to remain strong in faith just go to our bio on instagram there are links there on how to get your money to us it's all for a good cause remember friends live a life of holiness we'll be praying for you please pray for us and most importantly 
be blessed, and be third. So, so anyways, so when's the engagement party, Alex? <laughs> Hopefully sooner than later, you know, but I'll definitely let you know. All right. Are you saving up for that ring? I, th- I think we, that, that's fair to say. I'm just trying to get something, something special for her. <laughs> I'm just trying to get something for the bloopers. <laughs> just kidding. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to see if he actually turns red. I know. It looks like he is. <laughs> yeah. You know that that that's my weak. My my face always gives me gives me up. You know I tend to get red really easily, but I'm holding it. I'm I'm doing fine. Hey hey Diana. <laughs> he's, looking lo- he's looking a little scared. Hey, hey Diana. <laughs> Second thought. <laughs> it's like, am I ready for this? <laughs> it's just it's hot in the room, but that's that's all that's happening. <laughs> hey Diana, where did he take you on your yeah. first date? He took me to oh, what is that? Victoria Gardens, and we ate Lucille's. So yeah, he chose an interesting place for a first date. Oh, actually no, oh no, that's where he asked me out. But our first date was at Denny's on Van Buren. Wait, on an old little thing. Wait, he went from an <laughs> old little thing. He went from Lucille's to Denny's. No, I, I got it confused. Our first date when uh, he asked me to go to Denny's with him. So that was our first day. And then when he asked me out, it was at Lucille's in Victoria Garden. Wow. Did, did he order for you? No, I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so sweet. What do you say? Yeah. How, how did he ask you? He says, hey, Dan, it's, you want to go out? It's actually, no, it's funny because like we kind of had already decided that like we were dating and everything. But he wanted to talk to my parents um, before, like, making things official between each other. So um, I told my parents that he was going to come that day. It was April 13th of 2018. (laughs) And so he came to my house. He talked to my parents. And originally, it was just supposed to be, like, him, me, and then my mom and my dad. But then my dad told my grandma to come in the living room. And then out of nowhere, my aunt showed up. So it... (laughs) It was, like, super awkward. And, like, he was so nervous. He was so red. Like, he had the most straight posture I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was just, like, I didn't know the whole family was coming. Even the parrot came into the living room. Yeah, Jeez. my parrot my parrot literally was in the living room, too. Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> It's, like... Yeah. Being... And the worst part is, like, I was, like, really awkward and nervous about, like, how it was going to go. And instead of, like, sitting right next to him, like, I sat like six feet away from him. So there was like a gap between us. And my aunt <laughs> took a picture of it. That's like, we're so awkward just sitting like apart from each other. Alex is like, oh, we were guys. social distancing before it became a thing. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, Alex, Alex is like, I just, but yeah, and I then just wanted to take her to that, the seals. <laughs> uh, 
And then <laughs> after he talked to my parents, then we went, he took me to Victoria Gardens. And then we, we put our name down for Lucille. And then we had to wait like 40 minutes to an hour. So he took me to like this really like this little cute area and had like a little chimney and a bench. And then he asked me, he's like, so he was like really nervous and just like rubbing his thighs. And he's like, oh, and I was like, do you want to say something? And he's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I was like, no. <laughs> so then wow. I, was, and I was like, I was like, just kidding. Yeah. I went down. <laughs> I, I died a little for that like split second. I was like, what? <laughs> Is this a joke? Nah, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> I, I poured out my yeah. heart here. I know. Yeah, man, I can talk to the parrot. <laughs> Jeez. Man, the torture the women put you through, man. Right. I feel right. you, Alex. I feel Gotta you. Gotta work hard. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work for it. <laughs> well, you know what? That's such a great story. You know, it's like, and that's going to be part of the podcast. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've been listening to the podcast all the way to the end, this was the special part of that podcast, you know, when Jesus <laughs> placed matchmaker. And now we have Dianex. And now we just yeah. gotta wait for yeah. wait, we never even asked this Gabriela and, and Alondra. Is that you know? No? Yes? <laughs> no. No one yet? All right. Hey, you know what? Beautiful ladies at Tennisus. For you young men out there looking for a match, you know, go find Jesus. Go find Jesus at Hennessy's. Go meet Alandra and Gabriel. I feel like CatholicMatch.com right here. Anyways, I've had so much fun with you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know, let's not be strangers. Let's do this again. Mm-hmm. God bless yeah. you guys. Attention passengers, we've now reached our destination. We hope you enjoyed the flight and have a nice day. This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The Cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021, T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N, 2021.